Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for what was supposed to be a celebration day. You know, the 21st of September, the first day of training camp, at least where, you know, all the players are going to report, get some testing done and first team meetings, first day on the ice coming up tomorrow. But so much of this is overshadowed at this point with the news that came out yesterday about the injury to Sean Couturier. Still waiting to get more clarification. Maybe we'll get some of that today. Maybe there'll be some availabilities uh, with either Chuck Fletcher or John Tortorella, and we can gain some insight as to uh, more information on the injury to Sean Couturier and the back. Uh, But until then, uh, we're just going to kind of deal with it as best we can. And, you know, Bill Meltzer joins us every Monday, but in this situation, I wanted to bring him back in to this episode so we could kind of talk through the ramifications of a Sean Couturier injury going forward, not only this year, but beyond this year. So joining us right now from NHL.com, PhiladelphiaFlyers.com, and HockeyBuzz.com, great coverage always there on all three of those outlets, is Bill Meltzer. Bill, how you doing today? Well, I was, I was doing a lot better before yesterday, that's for sure. Yeah, what a bombshell um, to see this report that comes out. I think we're still waiting on some clarity on a lot of things, Bill, but you know, clarity is one of those things that may be fleeting. We still don't really even have clarity on the Ryan Ellis situation at this point. No, that's uh, exactly. Um, you know, there are, I mean, I guess everybody's seen the reports that are out there by now and, and talking to Flyers people. They're not denying the reports, but they're saying that they are waiting until he's reevaluated. There's a little more clarity. And then they'll they'll comment further on it, but uh, you know it's it's even even the best case scenario, it's uh, yeah it's very troubling. Yeah, just I mean, anytime you're dealing with the back on an initial injury is concerning after a surgery, and then a, a we don't know if it's a re-injury or separate injury or a compensation because the area wasn't strengthened enough. There's a lot of questions that right. we don't have answers to right now. Nor does the team, I think, at this point. Uh, but, Bill, you know, going into camp, you know, one of the questions we talked about a couple of weeks ago on one of your Monday uh, appearances on Flyers Daily was, is now, have they hit rock bottom and is it time for an ascension? And this certainly throws a big wrench into an ascension, at least immediately. Uh, it, it does. I mean, if you, and we've done this before, too, like, who, who is the most essential player on the team? Player you absolutely cannot be without and, and. You know, once again, it was, well, it was Carter Hart, too, but it's Sean Couturier. Um, just because because he plays so many key roles for the team, and you can't replace him in the lineup. You could replace a, an element here, an element there, maybe, but not, not the total package of what he brings. And the other part of it, too, is that he was he's was a key part in, in the leadership going forward into the Tortorella, you know, regime and. I don't know. We don't know. We don't yet know yet for how long he's going to be gone again. That's going to all be, I guess, a little clearer as as we go along here. But there's no no two ways about it. It hurts. It hurts a lot. And in terms of his in relative importance to the team, I mean, you know, you can't you can't overstate how important Couturier is to the team. And it's 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 devastating to be without him for potentially a long period of time. There's there's no two ways about it. Bill, one of the things when an injury happens like this and you know, the extension for Sean Couturier, and there's a bit of revisionist history there. And, you know, when he signed that deal, we were all ecstatic that the number, the AAV, started with a seven. But when a player of Couturier's stature, you mentioned, you know, his leadership and what he was going to provide for this team, especially 
in in light of the fact that Claude Drew's no longer here? What does it do to the morale for the for the team, for the organization right now, heading into another training camp, trying to turn things around? I mean, this has been a very fragile hockey team uh, over the last couple of seasons. Clearly, this doesn't help. Um, you know, and and everybody will put on a brave face and say say all the right things. I mean, it's a player you can't replace for. A, on a long-term basis and there have there have to be there has there has to be a lot of concern um you know looking forward even you know like um after two such injuries if that proves to be the case and he's out any extended period of time you know can he come back at 100 percent? and you know and when would that be i mean all, all of those things in terms in terms of the locker room um you know, uh, everybody. It, it, it's hard. It's hard not to say, "Oh, here we go again." It's just. Yeah. It just is. Given the way things have gone, um, you know, it, it's still all, all of the same things apply in terms of what the team needs to do, but it becomes that much harder to do them without such a critical player. Yeah, and the thing is, Bill, is you know, okay, what is a hundred percent post? Um, you know, multiple yeah. back injuries. That's the other question now we have to answer. That we can't we yeah. can't answer now, but we'll have to find out in time. No, for sure. You know, I, I thought Kevin Hayes had an interesting quote about his own situation. When he came back last year, before he was shut down, you know, the second time, and and in looking back, he said, "Well, I was a hundred percent of as good as I was going to be at that point." Mm-hmm. It was it was almost like a new normal for a time being until he had the second procedure, and now much closer to his you know his his original level of play and hopefully hopefully that keeps up too because it's even that much more critical now that Kevin Hayes stays healthy and you know there, there can't be any backtracking with him otherwise you're really you're really back to where you were a year ago I mean it's just reality so you know what what will his new normal look like I don't know I mean he expressed optimism that he'd be back where he was before and maybe you know maybe even a little healthier I who, who knows but it, ha- it has to be a concern as to what what normal and 100% will look like uh, if, with with the multiple injuries. You just have to worry. Yeah, it's it's naturally on everybody's mind. I mean, the, the thing that kind of clouds it even further, Bill, is this is year one of an eight-year extension. Yeah, yeah and that's, you know, the, obviously the best-case scenario is Sean Couturier recovers. He's healthy. He's, he's the player that, he, that he's always been, and it's a, it's a bump in the road. But it's not sounding that way right now. And then, as you said, this is this this is year one of an eight-year contract that takes him deep into his thirties. Even even looking past the season, if the salary cap goes up, right, you, you can account for things a little bit better. But that's that's a lot of that's a lot of salary that the Flyers have tied up in Sean Couturier and Ryan Ellis. And you know, we we can talk about how oh well, should they have brought Ellis in given his injury history beforehand, which incidentally had nothing to do with the core muscle issues. All that, all that was discovered in Philadelphia. His, his issues with Nashville as extensive as they were, were all, were all separate things. Same thing with Couturier. You know, you could say, well, you had MCL sprains or this or that and and whatever year the, the back issues all post date the new contract. I mean, all, all those things are issues, but you get to the, the practical point of view. Well, the injuries exist now. And there's a lot invested in these guys. And yes, yes, there's long, you know, there's long-term injured reserve, LTIR, but these are, these are crucial players. There's two pieces to it, right? There's trying to account for it on the ice 
And then there's trying to adjust your roster to account for their absences as best as you can. And, and both of those are much easier said than done. So it's a, it's, it's a huge concern when we're not talking about a deal that's expiring in a year or two years where you can, you can work around it. It's uh, it's a, it's a concern for the foreseeable future, truthfully. Yeah, the, you have to account for the accounting. <laughs> it really is what you're yeah. doing here. I mean, yeah, exactly. uh, and and even if the cap does go up, how fast is it going to escalate and all of those elements to it too? And then also, you know, LTRI, LTIR rather is nice relief, but you can't use LTIR in the summer. You can go 10% over, but that doesn't yeah. kick into a season. So there, there's, it, there's no perfect situation here. Um, one of the things too, Bill, is, you know, you look at this team and they bring in a couple guys uh, on PTOs. One of them is Artem Anisimov um, and obviously uh, Roussel as well. But uh, does this make it much more likely that a guy like Anisimov is going to make this team and turn that PTO into an actual contract? That, that has to increase his odds. Yeah, I would think so, right? There's really, you know, how, how else would you work around it? You could, you could move Lawton back to center again, and that's one option. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Anisimov, he was a really good player for a really long time, a pretty underrated player, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, starting, starting actually under Tortorella in New York, but he, but his, his best years were with Columbus into, you know, into the, his first few years with Chicago. And he was a bankable 20 goal a year guy, good two way player, um, played up, played every game situation, could log heavy minutes if you needed it. You know, he, he wasn't up in that Couturier, Bergeron, you know, uh, Kopitar kind of category of player, but he was still he was still a very good NHL player for a long time. But you look you look at him in the last few years. Well, the the end of his career in Chicago, his his year in Ottawa, he had a lot of injuries. He ended up he ended up on their taxi squad, uh, became a free agent a summer ago, and um, he was in Colorado's camp on a PTO, and he wasn't offered a contract. So being going from a taxi squad guy on a on a pretty poor Ottawa team to not getting a contract in a PTO tells you he's got to climb back. He's got to climb back ahead of him to the NHL. If this was if this was an Isimov four years ago, that that'd be a really good get. But the, you know he he has a whole lot to prove. But that being said, what are your other options right now? You, you can go out and try to try to acquire somebody and use long term injured reserve space to fit it in your cap. But but failing that, short of that, I think Anisimov has a pretty good chance of making the team. Yeah, and Bill, you know, and if it was four years ago, Anisimov probably wouldn't be available at, no. on a PTO. The other that's the other part of it, right? Um, and he's a guy that could really fly in his day too. Um, the, the thing is, is you know, would it behoove them to go out and try and get into the market to make an acquisition? You know, considering you know what you're missing. You know, you do have a guy under contract, so. If he does return, then you have some cap maneuverability. And again, uh, Chuck Fletcher is dealing from a position of massive weakness here in the sense that everybody and their uncle knows they just lost their top line center. That, that's absolutely correct. Yeah, you know, the, the price tags on everybody, therefore, goes up. Even, even the guys the other teams want to dump, they're, they're yeah. going to ask, they're going to ask for, you know, they'll ask for market value on uh, rather than just, uh, just a, a cap dump kind of a return. It's just, it's just the truth, especially with Hayes coming off of a, an injury-plagued year. So nobody's nobody's going to line up to solve the Flyers' problems for them. I do think they should be in the market for a, a trade, though. Um, you 
you don't know when you can count on Couturier again. Uh, and if you're if your walking orders here are to compete as best as you can, I don't think you have the the roster without Couturier to to do that. And you you have to you have to solve it as best as you can. Again, this is this isn't an Isamov at 27, 28 years old. This is an Isamov at 34. So I, I think you it would be an awful stretch to expect him to return to what he was in his prime. And therefore I think you have to you have to look for the best replacement you can get who's available. And you know, with 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 long-term injured LTIR relief, pardon me, um, long-term injured reserve relief. You can get a decent player, but the question being, what's the what's the return cost? Yeah, what's the cost per acquisition, Bill? It doesn't make sense this season to try and do that. Is the is the you know the order to try and be as competitive as possible this year, or does this change maybe a trajectory in year one of John Tortorella with, with a draft class sitting there, stock full like a, a pond full of uh, really big bass? This is a yeah. This is a, this is a especially deep draft coming up, but I don't know. I, I don't think John Tortorella is wired that way. I don't think he's wired towards flushing a year. You know, yeah. I, he's I, not. I, he's I, definitely I, not going to flush the year. He's going to do everything no. he can. But he can to make if you don't have the if you don't have the horses, you don't have the horses. Well, well, exactly, exactly. But I don't. I don't know. What, you know, I don't know what the front office will do, but I know what. I know what the people in the locker room and the coach's office would like to do. <laughs> they want to field as competitive a roster as he can. It's just, uh, uh, again, I mean, when you, when you talk about worst-case scenarios of players, you don't want to be with that before camp even starts and for who knows how long. Couturier, Couturier is right at the top of that list with Carter Hart. It, it, it's, a, it, it's, you know, it's a brutal situation. Um, hopefully there hopefully will be a, a little better news when the players reevaluated. But in, in talking to the Flyers people, it, it's a wait-and-see attitude, but they didn't. They didn't deny any concern level about it either. I think everybody's very concerned. Yeah, they, they didn't refute that. Last thing for you, Bill. You know, I said this on my Stick to Hockey Live show that, you know, I feel like I'm in a cartoon and every every corner I walk around, there's one of those big oversized bats and it's hitting me in the head. I was looking yeah. forward to training camp and that part being over, you know, for, for the fans who feel that same way. How, how do they compartmentalize this? How, how do, you know... <laughs> I mean, it just seems like it's lather, rinse, repeat here right now. Oh, well, it, it really is. It, you know, they, I think everybody was coming in with hopes that you could get all, you could get into the season with all of your key players intact. There's, there's always going to be injuries, but even if it's something, you know, well, he, a guy might miss a week or two, but it's not the end of the world in a long season. But nothing, nothing major, nothing potentially long term, and it just, it just feels like. It, it does. It feels like, you know, uh, lather, rinse, repeat. It just year after year, it, it's so old. It's so old having major injury news before you even before you even step on the ice. It's just, it, it sucks. There's no other word for it. Yeah, that's summed up in a statement that you're absolutely right. It does. It sucks. And we'll see where it leads. You know, maybe it, it leads to something positive, but it's hard to kind of be in that mindset right at this moment as they get ready to open camp uh, today and on the ice for the first time as a group tomorrow. So we'll keep our ear to the ground on it, Bill. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for jumping in on a quick pinch hit duty. We appreciate it. And everybody, thanks for listening. We'll bring you a brand new Flyers Daily coming up tomorrow. In the meantime, keep your head up. Keep your head up. Don't skate through the middle with your head down. And we'll talk to you on a brand new Flyers Daily. And I try.